Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spouses Only Podcast. I am Kathleen Thompson. This is episode eight. I am so excited to be here. Um, and I want to thank all my um, returning listeners and all my new listeners for tuning in today. So I know I talked about at the end of 2023, you know, ways to um, jumpstart your self-care routine. I know we really talked about setting goals last year. That was really my main concern for like, like how I wanted to kick off 2024. It was really to already have your goals set. So when the new year rolls around, we could just jump right in. But I know um, that when you set those goals, there's really this um, tension that comes after you set them. Like we're so excited that we've set new goals and then the new year rolls around, February come, March comes around. And we all have had those times where we're struggling to be consistent. So that is really what I want to talk about today. Those things that creep in mentally, physically, that cause us to struggle to be consistent with those goals that we set previously. And I know I've had lots of challenges. Um, you know, I've had friends, coworkers, you know, we all have talked about our struggles based on things that we've set to be consistent. And so let's just dive right in. Oh, and before we dive right in, I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. We're in 2024. And so I'm excited. I hope that you're excited. I hope that everyone feels like they have a clean slate. Um, They have a fresh start, no matter what you're dealing with, what you're going through. We can always, you know, have a fresh start, have a clean slate. So let's just jump jump right in. So we're going to talk about the struggle to stay consistent today. Those things that creep in, those things that pop up that really affect us with struggling to stay in line with our goals, to meet our goals, to, uh, you know, to get up every day and just be consistent with those things. So I say one of the first ways, and I'm going to share four, one of the first things that really hinders us in staying consistent is discouragement. So we set our goals. We're so excited. The new year's coming in. You know, we think about all the things that we want to do, all the things that we've said, the things that we've talked about. And like I said before, we have a clean slate. And then all of a sudden, as we're going on our journey, we get discouraged. Now, there's a saying out there about how to eat an elephant. And the answer is one bite at a time. So as we're going through our journey, as we're setting our goals, we have to understand that discouragement is going to come. It's going to come. And even right now, I'm walking through a journey where I'm having to take um, something one day at a time. Like, I was so focused on the future. And I was like, okay, man, in a month, this is going to happen. In six months, this is going to happen. I was so far down the road. And it's nothing wrong with having vision and seeing things so far along. But I was a little bit too far. And then when little things would come in and happen, I would get so discouraged. And I realized I just need to take this one day at a time, one step at a time. Because sometimes things change. Things change daily. 
Sometimes, you know, we have a vision of doing something every single day at 6 a.m. And then one day you might have a sick child and then you have to take that child to the doctor and then you can't do that thing. Maybe for one day, maybe for two days. And then you feel bad or you feel guilty and then you get discouraged. And so it's really about just taking things one day at a time, not beating yourself up, starting anew, afresh every single day. And so that's something that even myself, like I'm really having to work through one day at a time, not getting too far into the future, definitely not hanging out and lingering in the past, but just being very present with each day and taking it one step at a time. It's really been helping me. And I just realized too, like I said earlier, every day is just, it could be so different. It's not going to be, you know, you're not going to have the same circumstances or, you know, one day you feel great about what you're doing and the next day you're wondering, why am I doing this? And so it's really about just taking our time. And and that's where I am. I really, I'm having to take my time through something. Just take your time, Kathleen. One day at a time. Don't get too far out in the future. And that will help you with discouragement. And it will help you with being so overwhelmed by the big picture. So that's one way that we struggle is discouragement. So number two. And this is one that I really want to focus on. I want to give a lot of time and energy in this episode to this because I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. I've struggled with this, but it needs to be said and we're going to hash it out and unpack it right now. So one, another reason that we struggle to be consistent, and let me say this and I'm going to repeat it. We are too busy and we're too focused on other people. I'm going to say this one more time. We're too busy and too focused on other people. So let me just break this down. We are a social media driven culture and that can cause you to be hyper focused on what other people are doing. If you're on social media, I'm on social media. I have like a really generic type Facebook account. I have not been on Facebook for the new year, and I don't know if I plan on going back on anytime soon. Um, I am on LinkedIn because that is where I post my um, podcast, but I'm not on anything else. And like I said, I I don't know if I'm planning on being on anytime soon, but too often we are so focused on what everyone else is doing that it can take us off of our own goals. And let me tell you, the things that we see on social media are specifically curated for social media. The pictures that we see and the content that we see of other people's lives, it is specifically curated so that it can attract people. And so the things that we're seeing, we're seeing the really good parts of people's lives. We're seeing the ups more than we're seeing the downs. And so... It can really, uh, it can really distort your reality of what a, re- you know, of what a person's life actually looks like in the day to day. Like for instance, my life is pretty routine. I don't have like all this ex- these exciting things going on all day long. I just have learned and have really mastered having a consistent lifestyle. 
So the results that I get are not from having exciting, uh, amazing things happen to me all the time. It's just being consistent in the things that I do, whether it's from the things that I eat, how I exercise, um, just, you know, my personal time with my reading and my journaling. It's just those things that really, they really are the determining factors of how I live my life every day. It's not like these, you know, one, you know, I don't have wonderful surprises and magnificent, glorious things. Like I'm not getting checks in the mail every single day. Not saying it can't happen, but I'm just not having those things every single day. And so when you are so focused on social media, it takes you off your own goals because now you're focused on something that someone else is doing, you know. And I had I had um, you know, uh a a a a space and time where I was kind of focused really on what someone else was doing. Probably about like 2020, 2021, you know, I was really focused, you know, and it's great to have those people on social media that inspire you and you know, make you want to get up every day and focus on your goals, I think, but we can get so overly involved in their lives. Like the first thing that we do when we wake up, we pull out our social media and we're on it. That is a no-no because let me tell you, the very first thing that you do in the morning really determines how like your whole day is going to be, you know? And so, like I said, being on social media, really looking, you know, scrolling through other people's pages and seeing what they're doing, or we have an influencer that we follow, all those things can really take us off of our goals because in essence, we don't really, you know, unless you know the person personally, but for me, like I I didn't know the person personally. And so I can't really see what's going on in the day to day. I can only see the highs. I can only see the great things that they're showing me on social media. You know, a lot of people have personal struggles that we cannot see, you know, and they don't share on social media. So we don't get to see the dark moments. We don't get to see the anxiety. We don't get to see the depression. We don't get to see the discouragement. All we see is, you know, them at Disneyland with their family and having a great time or, you know, them on a private jet or, you know, their gains. They've been, you know, they said they've been in the gym and they have all these gains. Now we see those things. You know, but we don't get to see those dark moments. And so I know for me, social media is something that I've really cleaned up. Like I said, I'm not on Facebook right now. I really don't plan on it. And a lot of times when you do take breaks from social media, you know, like that initial moment when you decide you're going to go back on and you're thinking about all the things that you missed. And then you go back on social media and you realize I haven't missed anything. It's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over. Like, honestly, Facebook, especially, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, our cousin is posting. Our auntie is posting. You know, you have a friend somewhere. It's the same thing. Nothing has really changed. But I'm really trying to divert my focus and focus more on myself than other people. And it really helps with clarity of mind because a lot of times, and I've done this, when you set goals and then you really are caught up in social media, you'll start getting confused. 
you know, well, I set a goal where I'm going to do this and this and this. And then you see someone else doing something complete opposite. And now you kind of want to change up your goal or you want to do what they're doing. That really causes confusion. And so I'm just at the space now where I'm not on social media and I have a lot of clarity and I, I just I'm not really concerned about what anyone else is doing. And that's really, you know, it's a great place to be someone. I was talking to someone one time in an event and they told me they weren't on social media. They was like, oh, I got rid of all my social media and it's just been amazing for me. They just love it. And so for them, it's just really it really worked, you know, just to have clarity of mind, because um, my mentor used to say this and he would say too many voices give you too many choices. Social media has so many voices. There are so many voices out there of what you should be doing and what um, what's best for you and what's good for you. And social media is great in its place, but especially when you're trying to make goals and you need clarity. Yeah, I'm going to put an emphasis on clarity when you need to be clear of the clutter and the noise. Social media is not the place to be. So that is my second struggle that I want to talk about on staying consistent. Social media. We need to stop being so focused on other people. So let's get to the third, the third struggle to stay consistent. The the third struggle to stay consistent is basically in the title, just staying consistent. We have to keep um, doing things um, that we have put on our list over and over. So that's the struggle, doing the same thing over and over again. You know, most successful people, they do the same thing every single day. They have a strict routine and they just stick to it. Um, I have, you know, read so many things on fitness and health. And most people that are really fit, that are into bodybuilding and that are in great shape, uh, for the most part, they eat pretty much the same thing. Um, My mentor, he's about 20 something years older than me. Um, But he is in great shape. And he even said, you know, most of the time he just eats chicken and broccoli. That's mainly, you know, his meal of choice. And so the struggle to stay consistent is just doing the same thing over and over again. And I know it sounds boring and we get bored or we get tired or we wake up and we don't want to do it. But let me tell you, when you start seeing results of something that you're just doing over and over and over again, let me tell you, the results, that's what drives you. There are some things that I have been doing now consistently for years. And I tell my husband, I have to keep doing, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like, it's just something I have to do now because just based on the results that I've gotten, whether it's physically whether it's through my nutrition, whether it's uh, mentally and emotionally, whether it's spiritually. I have some spiritual disciplines that I have to keep doing for the rest of my life because I've seen results from them. I like the results um, sometimes more than I like actually doing them because, like I said, you're doing them over and over. Sometimes they can get, you know, a little redundant, but the result is just it makes me come back to them 
every single time. Even it's so funny. Um, even uh, in my uh, even in my beauty cabinet, there are some products and some things that I just consistently buy over and over just because I like the results. I don't care how much they cost. They can, you know, I have some expensive, what I, well, what I would consider expensive products in my beauty cabinet, but the results that they give me for my skin, the results that they give me for my hair, it's like, I have to keep buying these things. And every time I step out of the box, I'm like, oh, let me try something new. Let me go over here to this new thing. Maybe I, you know, they recommended it on YouTube, but maybe the girl is on TikTok or raving about something else. If I step outside that box and I go buy something else, I'm always like, why did I do that? I have these consistent products that I've been using that work for me, that work really, really good. And so that's the thing. We have to keep doing those things that we want to do over and over. And like I said, once you start seeing the results, it will drive you to do them because you love the results. I love the feeling that I get from the consistency. I love the results part. Like, um, I can, for my body type, my arms are like, they will tone faster than any other part of my body. I wish it could happen with my legs. I know some people, oh my gosh, they can work out and they just get great results in their legs. Me, not so much, but I get great results in my arms pretty quickly. And so for me, arm day, especially chest day. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite. I can't wait to chest day. Like I can't wait to chest. I can't wait to do shoulders because I know I'm going to get results. I'm going to see results really quickly. With legs, not so much. Hey, I'm not that blessed in that area. I, you know, I've always been very, very skinny. And so that's just something I kind of live with. I don't get much definition in the leg area. I, you know, I just have to live with it. But still, I still have to do leg day. We can't forget our legs and we can't forget our core because we don't want to get out of balance. But still, I don't get a lot of definition there. But like I said, just seeing those results, seeing those results in my arms, I'm like, oh, I got some definition. It makes me want to go back over and over every single week. So that is another way that um, we struggle to stay consistent. Like I said, just doing things over and over. So... Let's get to the last one. And I think I want to spend a little bit more time here as well of why you struggle to stay consistent. So this one has been uh, one that I have struggled with on and off for years. And I have to constantly keep um, reevaluating and kind of tweaking my goals as I go forward. But (laughs) another way that we struggle to stay consistent, that I struggle have to stay consistent is that I made my goal way too big. And like, even like I said, I'm at number one, how do you eat an elephant? You just eat it one bite at a time because the goal is just way too big. I posted something on LinkedIn and I was just talking about setting goals for 2024 and someone commented, um, And I thought it was such a great tip, but she shared that she actually does not set goals for the entire year. She breaks them down by quarter. 
So she sets her goals and she just breaks them down by quarter. So she doesn't have this huge goal that she feels like she has to accomplish by the year. She, she just breaks it up into months, you know, and it's easier for her to attain. And I thought um, that was such a good tip that she shared. Just, you know, a little bit at a time, I think really makes the difference instead of, you know, trying to, oh, let me say this before I forget. There was someone um, that uh, we were following, me and my husband, we were both following on social media and they had made a goal where they wanted to lose a hundred pounds in a really short amount of time. And I know I've seen people lose a hundred pounds and it sometimes it can take them years to lose a hundred pounds. But the amount of time that they said to uh, lose this hundred pounds, it was just too short. It was just too much. And so for me, and for you guys listening, I think really just making those small incremental changes one step at a time is the best way to approach our goals. Don't make it so big where it's just unattainable. And, you know, like if you want to cut out sweets, let's say you eat sweets every day. I think one of the best moves instead of just cutting sweets out completely and going cold turkey is to just start making incremental changes. Like, okay, you eat sweets every single day and you're like, I eat too many sweets, I need to cut them out. Well, why don't you go from from seven days a week? Okay, I'm only going to eat sweets three days a week. Then once you master the three days a week, then you can say, okay, I only want to eat sweets one day a week. And then once you get down to the one day, then if you start, you know, wanting to cut out sweets completely and maybe go... I'm only going to, you know, eat sweets once a month. I'm going to give myself a, a set amount of time once a month where I eat sweets. You know, the, that's the way to incorporate changes into your life. For example, I'm, I'm going to share another example. So I do not buy red meat for my household. I don't buy red meat. If we want a burger or a steak or anything, we have to go outside to a restaurant to get red meat. I just don't buy it. Um, All the data shows that consuming red meat in large quantities is not good for your health. Um, It was some years ago. I believe it was around 2013, 2014. I had a friend that lost a lot of weight. She had back-to-back children. And I was talking to her one day and I was like, how did you lose all of this weight? Um, Because actually two of our children we had around the same time. And I was like, how did you do it? And she started talking about how she cut out the red meat. And she shared how one day she replaced the ground beef in her chili with ground turkey. And she said her family didn't even notice. So they never noticed that she switched out the beef for the turkey. And I was like, that's such, you know, that, you know, even, it, you know, it was just a small change But it made such a big improvement because when I saw her, like I said, she had lost so much weight. And so that's kind of what I started doing. And even in my house today, there are certain things that I eat that maybe my husband doesn't eat, that maybe my kids don't eat. But I never force anything upon them. 
I just kind of introduce it slowly and then everybody just catches on. So now instead of drinking whole milk, you know, we went from whole milk and I think we went to 2% milk and now we drink the lactate, like the lactose free milk, you know, and then going from white bread. Okay, let me, you know, do something a little bit healthier. Now let's kind of you know, switch over to whole wheat bread, you know, but we made those changes kind of incrementally. It wasn't like I just went in and shocked everybody and threw out all the white bread and threw out all the ground beef and threw out all the whole milk. It was just like little changes, you know, and stuff that I introduced and people, you know, and the people in my house started liking it. And so eventually it just became incorporated into our diet. And that was it, you know, and I, I, I don't really feel like too. I know as a parent, it is my job to set a good example for how I eat and take care of myself. But sometimes I feel a little weird about when I want to do something that is, you know, really big for myself. And I don't want to feel like I'm trying to force it on my family and on my husband if they're not necessarily there yet in their journey. And so I've been really, uh, I've been really careful about how I introduce things um, into my family's life that, you know, they might not be there yet, you know? And so even with my kids, um, I, I, I can never, even though I don't eat a lot of sweets, I know that my children, you know, they're going to want something sweet every now and again, you know? So I still make cakes and I still make brownies and I still make cookies and things like that. Just not in abundance, because like I said, Even though I was addicted to sweets and I had a really, you know, I had a really bad sugar uh, tooth, that doesn't mean that I have to totally cut out sweets for my family. So, so that's where we're at today on the podcast. We're talking about the struggle to stay consistent. Like I said, I shared four ways that we struggle and, you know, I just shared things that I go through. You know, it's nothing deep or it's nothing, you know, scientific. You know, it's just things that I've been through and that I've struggled to overcome. And I feel like that's the best way to really encourage people and to help people. It's just to share your own story, just to share the things that you've been through, you know, the things that you're going through. You know, I want people to see me in my imperfection and not, like I said, always, you know, if you turn on social media and you think that I'm having these amazing highs every single day. It is not true. You know, I'm having a human experience just like everyone else. I'm going through the ups and the downs, you know, the highs and the lows. I'm on the the ride to stay consistent just like everyone else. So, but thank you for tuning in today. I want to thank you to all my new listeners. Like I said, this is episode eight. This is the first podcast of the new year. I hope you enjoy it. And until next time, see you later. Bye.